Welcome to the Manology Project Podcast. I am your host, Quentin Crumby. And on this channel, we're going to be discussing what true manhood looks like as we understand our value, our identity, and our purpose as men using godly principles. Now let's get to it. Yo, 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 this is your boy Q with the Manology Project Podcast. I am back live here on my YouTube channel as well. Hey, man, I got a good friend of mine from way back in the day, way back in the day. And we just kind of reconnected uh, social media and he's doing podcasts and I'm doing podcasts. So we kind of met up as a, a friend of mine, Marvin uh, Fox Jr. or Mar Fox Jr. He's a purpose coach. He's an author. He does a little bit of mo motivational speaking. Um uh, a former basketball coach, trainer, et cetera, et cetera. He's got a long laundry list of, of uh, accolades <laughs> to go with him. Uh, but uh, but I got him on here as a guest today. And listen, we're going to have an interview with him on today. I want you guys to stay locked and loaded. This guy's got a, a, just a boatload of information. This guy is really driven behind purpose. Uh, and, you know, that's what we do on this podcast. We're literally trying to open up a space and give permission for men to be able to accept and be able to uh, uh, and to be able to open up and uh, just to do better. And so I thought, what would be better than bringing on a, uh, an actual purpose coach to actually help us with it? How you doing there, Marv? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm doing real, 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 real good. That's good, man. I'm uh, happy to reconnect with you, man. It's been a many 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 years uh, yeah, man. uh but it is really good to reconnect it was good to be able to see you out there uh making a difference uh doing yeah. your part which is always great uh to do your part and uh and then just kind of bringing that you know life skills and all that good stuff but just lining it with purpose and driving people uh to be able to see what they can actually do and what they can overcome so uh i'm gonna close myself on down man this is all about you why don't you okay. go ahead and just start from the top, share a little bit about yourself, you know, family, what you got going on, and then we'll get right on into it. Okay. Born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Um, only child. Spent a lot of time in my in my feelings, a lot of time in my brain, uh, <laughs> trying to process everything that was going on. You know, didn't have um, siblings to kind of distract me from what I was feeling inside. So right. I think because of that, I took to psychology or, or, or just things that would that explored the individual, you know. Mm -hmm. So so all the all, I was very, very involved in psychology and learning about self and so on and so forth. And so uh grew up and went to college, played ball in college, uh and and very quickly realized after college that um my identity was wrapped up in being an athlete, right? So right. once that was done and I couldn't play basketball anymore, I felt empty. I felt incomplete. I felt yeah. unpacked. Um, and I had friends. I had a girlfriend. I had a great relationship with my parents. I had all these things from that from the outside perspective would make you believe that I'm fine, I'm good. And I wasn't. And that kind of started this quest. So you, you look at me growing up without any siblings, kind of being inside my own head. Right. Mm -hmm. I studied I studied psychology in college and then I'm dealing with this identity piece. I know that's one of the things you talk about. And when in the intro is identity, yeah. I had no I had no my identity was wrapped up in being a, a student athlete. And now here I am in the world and I'm I'm, I'm not a student athlete anymore. And <laughs> right. I, have to, like, I have to find myself. So right. here it is. I have all these people in my life, but I still feel empty. And I think that was the beginning stages of me searching for self, searching for knowledge of self, trying to figure out who am I, so on and so forth. And that became um, that was like the start of what would inevitably lead me to this role where I'm, I'm now helping people discover their purpose. And so how I get to that point is I start doing basketball training. Um, that leads me to college coaching i start doing uh these speeches before the games like these it's two minute minute and 30 inspirational speeches before the game and it's funny how god works because i was getting a lot of repetition in giving these speeches right uh, so yeah. two days a week two days a week 
I had to give a speech, right? And I had to be very, very specific, very, very efficient. And, and I got had to be had to be powerful, right? My our games took place on Wednesday and Saturday. So Monday, Tuesday, I gotta I gotta look for inspiration. Wednesday, I gotta deliver. And I'm giving my speech right before the game, right before they come out of the doors. I gotta give them something that's gonna have them pumped up and the, ready. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Thursday and Friday, I got two more days to figure something else out. Saturday, I gotta deliver. So I did this for 10 years, right? Yeah. And in the course of that time, my coach, who was a very soft-spoken, kind of an introvert, he would always get asked, hey, coach, you mind coming to speak to our camp? Coach, you mind coming to speak to our church? Coach, you mind yeah. speaking to our event? And he would say, mm, ah, no, nah, I'm good, but my assistant coach would love to do it. So <laughs> I started getting a lot of there. <laughs> Yeah, but what, what was happening was I was organically, I was developing to a speaker, an inspirational speaker, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so keep keep moving on, keep talking, starting to develop concepts and so on and so forth. And um I was in grad school. I was in grad school and they say that uh there's a person who studies uh psychologist who studies uh development, you know, development, human development. Mm -hmm. And primarily he focuses on um people who are in college. So ages 18, 17 to about, you know, early 20s. Mm -hmm. And he says around the sophomore and junior year, most people start really, really focusing on two things. Your sophomore and junior year, most student, most college students start focusing on two things, identity yep. and purpose. Yep. They start trying to figure out who am I? That's why people start jumping on a different, uh, different clubs. They start mm -hmm. You know, extra extracurricular activities. They try. To, they, they start looking for these groups to identify with to help them to help them figure out. You know, who am I? They start yeah. trying out different things. You know, they, they get away from their parents. Now they can try out some different things. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then with the purpose, they realize, okay, junior year is here, and one more year, I'm out of here. I'm in the right. real world. So now they start trying to make sense of what was the last two or three years. All, what was it all about? Right. So I noticed that as a student athlete. My identity was so wrapped up in 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 to sports. I that 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 those two phases, I I, I missed those phases. Yeah. And and I didn't have anybody to help navigate me through that. And so as I'm studying this in my in grad school, I started to stumble upon like everything started to make sense. All of my all of my struggles, all of my emptiness, all yeah. of my insecurities. Was become I be, was because I didn't have a I had I didn't have an identity, yeah. And because I didn't have an identity, that was also I didn't have a purpose. I didn't know what my purpose was. Right. I didn't know who I was. Right. And, and both so together, they are both yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. And so after once all that stuff once 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 I, I made that revelation, that's when all of my inspirational speaking stuff started to morph into this this like curriculum that was designed to help people discover their purpose. And so, and you know what's funny, Quentin, man, God gave me concepts that, I, I've been talking about the same thing since day one. Yeah. But they were they were undone. And it's like, because I just kept talking about them, right. he, kept, he kept filling those concepts with more and more substance, yeah. more and more information to the point where now, that concept that was used to be very, you know, vague. Yeah. Vague. Now it's yeah. it's solid. It's concrete. Yeah. And so it's funny how God he'll give you something, and he like just use it. I know it's undone, yeah. but just use it. Just just yeah. just keep playing around with it. I'm gonna turn it into something down the line. And now, yeah. man, I got this whole curriculum that I use that makes a concept that like purpose that's really really tough to understand. And now people. When after we talk, I'm not saying that they talk to me and it's like, oh man, life just makes so much more sense now. Right. <laughs> but they're able to they're able to figure out what their purpose is and they're able to aim with a little bit more accuracy in terms of how do I invest in myself and how do I unlock these things that are within me and how do I understand what's been you know what I've been through to 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 to, to guide me toward my purpose so that I can do some 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 goodness for myself for my family, for my community, and also for, for you know, whatever industry that I'm in. So that's, 
that's how I got from there to here. Yeah. Now, when you look at the different piece, so, uh, and, uh, and I told you, we kind of on the same path. Um, the audience are different, uh, but the path is actually the same thing. So I literally understand exactly uh, what you're saying is that when you, uh, and I find when you said that I, I find myself that I, I started the exact same way. So you have this <laughs> guy gives you like, like, like this one stick on the drum, right? And you're just beating this one note and it's like, I know you need two sticks and I know you need a symbol. I know you need a hi-hat. I know you need that. Right. But yeah. what I want you to do though, is I want you to become very efficient at hitting this one note until I start adding these other pieces that basically, you know, you use the other hands, but this one note. So what you're yeah. trying to drive home still beats in the wind, you know, beats the yeah. drum, but all these other little pieces you're adding kind of makes the one drum sound better and i it's like that uh, yeah and that's really what i like and i you know this literally just came to me that's i don't want to sound like i had this packed in when you said that i can see i can see this and it like kind of like came to me like you're just beating this one drum and then as you had the hi-hats and the snare the, the tom and stuff then the complete music of what the drum supposed to sound like yeah. comes into play the one yeah. constant though is that you're steady hitting that one drum so yeah. if all the rest of that still leaves I'm still hitting this one drum yeah. and I can still drive home my point. So I like that. So now what is your connection? So I'm really big into identity and purpose. Uh, I start with value. So do you have any piece that you drive home with value or do you kind of link the identity with the value? So the way that you see yourself will actually create the way you value who you are, you know, uh, what so your self-esteem, your confidence and all of that yeah. kind of stuff. So, uh, so yeah. kind of walk us through, walk me through that piece on how do you how do you how do you construct that how do you you know how do you put that in you know into into numbers if you want to say so people can kind of grasp hold of it. Yeah. So purpose is a combination of two things: genius level talent and passion. Mm -hmm. Genius level talent and passion. Genius level talent is a natural ability that's capable of being converted into a genius level skill. Mm -hmm. So. Every, you know, we all have natural abilities. We all have abilities, but not all of them are primed for genius level. For, for not all of them are primed to be uh, genius level talents or elite levels, uh, right. elite abilities. Right. Right. So we have to be honest with ourselves and we got to do some internal inventory and figure out of all these skills that we possess, which ones are primed for um for to be to be genius level talents, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, genius level skills. Right. So we want to take the talent, work on it, so it can become a skill that we've mastered. Right. And that's where you go into the realm of unconscious competence, where you you are so good at this, you could do it in your sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So genius level talent sounds like one a singular concept, right? But it's actually a plural concept in that there are nine forms of intelligence that we all possess okay there are nine forms of intelligence that we all possess okay but of those nine forms of intelligence some are more outstanding than others mm -hmm. okay so our genius level talent is a combination of the most outstanding forms of genius uh, uh the, the most the more outstanding forms of um intelligence that we possess mm -hmm. And, 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 and in that way, that's where we become unique. That's where we find our identity. Yeah. So, so for me personally, one of the four forms of intelligence that I possess is interpersonal intelligence. So that's people smart. Yep. Intrapersonal intelligence. That's being self smart. Yeah. Existential intelligence. That's being life smart. And, you know, always being fascinated about being fascinated by some of the tougher questions in life. Why do we live? Why do we die? What is our purpose? So on and so forth. <laughs> right. right? And, yeah. you know, and that's and that's also the, the intelligence that comes with, you know, theologians and people right. who are philosophers, things of that nature, ministers yeah. and stuff like that. The last one is uh, linguistic intelligence, right? So I'm word mm -hmm. smart. And, and, and not that I'm the most eloquent person you've ever heard, but I communicate well. You know, you, yeah. you're not going to leave a, a conversation with me not knowing what I was talking about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 
So I lean on those four forms of intelligence. That's what makes that's 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 what embody that's what makes up my genius level talent. So when I tell somebody I'm a purpose coach, right, and that's my identity, how do I qualify? Well, I qualify it by saying, well, I'm people smart, I'm 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 self smart, I'm life smart, and I'm word smart. So those four things are what make or qualify me or would make up my identity as a purpose coach. And so that's where I, that's where I find my confidence. So I'm I'm taking that identity into every room with me because yeah. I know when I'm operating within my purpose or I'm operating within my genius level talent, there's three things that I'm going to experience. I'm going to experience uh, uh, enhanced instincts. My touch field timing is going to be strong. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't even got to know all the rules of the game in order for right. me to be very competitive. I can just go off a gut feeling, and that. So when I'm dealing with my my genius level talent, my instincts are going to be off the charts. Right. I'm also going to experience enhanced memory. I know that anytime I'm I'm learning, I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking in content or information regarding um, purpose. All right, or 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 anything that's revolving psychology. I'm going to be able to remember it. So much so that even if I can't remember all of it, I can remember enough of it where I can go home, research it, right, process it the information, and said, "I'm not, I'm not trying to memorize nothing. I want to internalize it. Right. So I want to, I want to, I want to get the information, process it, internalize it, so that I can utilize it on the highest level. Right. Yeah. And then the last thing is, I always say, uh, you should experience a, a pre-established aptitude for understanding meaning. There's sometimes I don't know if you, you probably you, you I know you felt this everyone has there's some moments where we find ourselves in some spaces and it's like we felt like I've always known this information without yeah. somebody telling Tell me without yeah. somebody training me somebody teaching me I always I always knew this yeah because you were born with that understanding from the day of conception you were born with that understanding yeah I'm taking I'm taking that genius level talent into every single room with me because that gives me the best opportunity to pop off the page yeah and i'm, I'm gonna be the most memorable i'm gonna be the most fascinating i'm gonna be the most intelligent i'm gonna be the sharpest i'm gonna be the, the most uh uh you know uh what's the word i i'm i'm gonna pop off the page the most if i'm operating in the with with my genius level talent and that identity because that's what's going to make me singular and unique yeah the last which, thing is Pat. go ahead go yeah. ahead no, no, no. now i was gonna say which is uh which is really the key trying to be unique uh trying and, and trying to have that singularity uh where people actually goes man i can't remember that other guy but he was right after marv you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know what I'm like, like that's where you want to be so i got you. i didn't mean to cut you off but that was really good Ooh. i like that and then the last the, the other part of it is passion so genius level talent is what you're good at, right? And and, and, and and passion is what you love to do. Yeah. So passion, I always ask this question, what is the one thing that you would do for the rest of your life to benefit all of humanity, regardless of compensation, reward, or recognition? I know it's a mouthful, I'll say it again. What's the oh, one thing that you would do for the rest of your life? Five to seven days, five out of seven days for the rest of your life. That's gonna benefit all of humanity. So what service are you gonna provide? What, what, what problems are you gonna solve? Right. Yeah. And you love doing this so much that you don't care about recognition. You don't care about reward. You don't care about money. Yeah. So now we're talking about a, a concept that's you're talking about an activity that's auto auto telic. Auto telic means that the 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 compensation is the is the opportunity to do the is yeah. the opportunity to extra engage in the in, in the uh, activity. Like I want to if I'm going to sing this song. If I get paid for it, great. But if I don't, that's fine because the payment comes in the form of being able to sing this song. Yeah. Right. That's real. So, so once I help people figure out what their genius level talent profile is, you know, where, where, where what of these nine forms of intelligence, which which of them pop off the page to you? What which one? Which of these speak to you? Right. Yeah. And then once I help people figure out what they love to do, now we've been able to take this concept of purpose. And make it very simplistic and comprehensive. We can measure it. We can look back at past experiences and kind of make some sense of it and find evidence so that a person can walk in confidence and conviction knowing that 
I know what I'm here for. Yeah. I know what I'm here to do. And I know all the stuff that's been done to me, all this stuff that has been done for me, all these things that I've experienced in the past, I now know why all that stuff had to happen. Some of that stuff was awesome and some of that stuff was dark. Yeah. And I know and I understand now why all those things had to happen to me because that was the universe, that was God showing me my purpose, pulling my purpose out of me, pulling my passion, pulling my genius level talent out of me. You know what I'm saying? And now that it's out and it's on display and I have it in my hands, now it's only one, not not a, it's one one thing. Are you gonna fulfill your purpose? Right. Are you gonna fulfill your God ordained purpose? Or are you not? Right. That's the and big question. Scary. And the thing is that it's scary. Now, first, before I even go into that, I would literally want to answer that question that you just asked. Um mm -hmm. something that I actually can see myself doing uh uh, without compensation five days a week <laughs> and um which is how i'm here today on this podcast um mm -hmm. is mentoring uh men uh both mm -hmm. single and married uh that is a strong passion um and you're right the reward is just someone listening to my information <laughs> yeah. the reward is actually you asking me a question and giving me 15 minutes of your time to be able to help you understand or challenge the way that you presently think about marriage relationship or you as a man, as a whole, like that is something. So that is really, really good like that. And the other thing, when I listen to some of your stuff uh, and it's so funny because I think one of them, I was a what looked on there. It was like, you're like at a college or something. Sure, I do colleges. Yeah. yeah, it was like some young people, and I was like, "Wow, like this is like real information." <laughs> and I was like, "Like you know, trying to get them to understand that uh, is great." And if you can get people to really understand that, so you got all these qualities, and then you need to find out exactly what your main set of qualities are. Like that's pretty powerful. And then maximize. Like don't try to go out of that space. Really take no. those one. Take those two to three to four or five or whatever they are. Though like that's real deep, Marv. And then make them so impactful that you're able to do it like this. Like it. Like like without even thinking about it, you're able to pop off and and knock it out. That is some. That's like real. Yeah. That's like that's a different thing for uh that's a big task though. Like uh getting somebody to see uh who they are or who they can become. And like you said though, and we're talking like because we gotta go pull uh, the diamond, you, you know, you, the coal, the bag behind you have got you looking like coal right now. And mm -hmm. you know, when we get done with you, you're gonna shine like a diamond, but uh but basically that crappy lifestyle bad yep. parents uh drugs uh whatever got you you know all black and dusty and looking like a piece of coal man that's a nice little task i, I i'm very happy to be able to sit uh over these you know few years to be able to watch how that unfolds for you uh, uh because like i said we we talked the same thing but uh that is a little i like that and i may even tap into you uh, <laughs> because those components are uh, those you know understanding exactly what you bring to the table is really i mean isn't that really the battle like i mean isn't that oh. like not the battle but isn't that like the reward is to really find out that you know what i really don't suck <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you, let me let me tell you my latest revelation. I'm reading this book. It's called Multiple Intelligence. So this concept, genius level talent, is a is a word, a combination of words that I heard Jay Z say in an interview. Everybody's got a genius level talent. That's all he said. I have heard him say that too. Yeah. So then I used that, and then I I came up again. God gave me the definition for it. Genius level talent is a natural ability capable of being converted into a genius level skill. The operative word is capable because not all of our talents are genius level compatible. Right? <laughs> right? So you can you can sing, you can hold a note, but you you might not be a world class singer. Right. But now when it comes to numbers, you may be a world class mathematician, statistician. So <laughs> even though the singer, the singer lifestyle may look sexier, you might be able to change the world with numbers. Right. So that's why we got to, you know, you got to figure it out. 
you gotta, you know, you gotta be honest with yourself and be like, I know I want, I know I want this lifestyle because that looks cooler, that looks sexier, there's more fame connected to that. Being a numbers person doesn't seem like it's cool, but you can you can do the most good, you can change the most lives, you can have the most impact and provide the most value. Yeah, talking numbers. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta be honest with ourselves and figure out where we gifted, right? Here's yeah. here now, now you said now you you said something earlier when you were saying um, you know like coming to this realization that you don't suck, right? Here's what I've learned recently. So I'm reading this book about Howard Gardner. Now, Howard Gardner is the person who came up with the nine forms of intelligence. He's a de developmental psychologist. He works... Uh, What's his name again? Let me write that down. What's his name? Howard Gardner. Okay. G-A... I mean, G-A-R... Uh, G-A-R-D-N-E-R. Gardner. So he has a book called Multiple Intelligence, right? And so um, he... He realized that a lot of educators started using his work. And the reason why his work was so important to educators was because when you get to when you start getting into middle school, they start, you know, we start doing a lot of standardized tests with kids, right? And you know, the standardized test, the SAT is the is the end all be all in terms of what what's going to measure your level of competence and determine whether or not you can get into the college yeah. of your choice, right? Right, right. To take to to excel on those tests, right? Now, if it ain't just flat out luck, it ain't if it ain't just like you just luck, you luckily just right. got a good score, you have to be ling you have to have a strong linguistic IQ. Yep. Or you have to have a, a strong reasoning IQ. And reasoning IQ often lends itself well to having being strong with numbers. Yep. So either you're good with numbers, yep. you're good with reasoning. Or your or your word smart. So there's this right two or three things that are being highlighted on this test or on this standardized test and most most standardized tests. Yeah. So now here's the question: What about the kid who's a who's a genius musician? What about the what about the kid who's a world class athlete? Right. What about the person who's incredibly charismatic when dealing with other people? Right. Uh, what about the person who's an incredible, um, who understands nature, who's nature smart? Yeah. So the standardized test doesn't doesn't recognize any of these other forms of intelligence. It only it only tells you you it only tells you you're gifted and you're smart and you're bright if you know your word smart or your number smart. Right. But meanwhile, you you've been you've been playing music since you were three. Right. Meanwhile, you've been acting out scenes with this incredible, uh, with, with with this incredible ability to like of, of expression since right. you were four. Right, memorizing uh, five books worth of of information. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we you know we reciting reciting movie right, lines, right. acting them out with incredible yeah. accuracy and emotional intelligence. Yeah, right. Or, or 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 you've been able to deal. With, you've been you've been a uh, you've been able to understand people. Yeah. On, on, on an elite level, ever since you were five, every, you know, your mom, mom is going through a five year old coming, coming to you and saying, mom, I know you're not doing OK, but I just want to let you know that if you want to talk to me, I'm here. You five years, <laughs> five years. Old. <laughs> right. Now, that might be a future psychologist. Right. That might be a future therapist. But the right. so here's my point. My point is. I've been real. I've been realizing that this stuff is this, this purpose work that I'm doing is important, obviously, because I'm doing it. But <laughs> this right. purpose work is important because at some point there's going to be a standardized test that's going to tell some kid you're not competent enough. Right. Think about this, bro. Kids get music scholarships. They get offered music scholarships. But if they can't pass a standardized test, they can't take advantage of the music scholarship. So how is school going to want you for something? But right. because you're not, because you don't pass this test, you're no longer qualified to go to that institution. Yeah, me and my wife was just talking about this. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah. So, 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 in essence, if we, I want to, I want to help kid, I want to help people and kids understand, you're bright, you're special, you're yeah. gifted. Geniuses don't always show up in lab coats with crazy hair and glasses. Right. Geniuses look like you and I. Yep. And if I can help a kid figure out why they are special, I just happened to me. A, a girl says, Marv, I'm gifted in numbers, but every time I take the SAT, I do I, my, 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 my math, the math portion comes back bad, but I know I'm gifted in numbers. 
I've had, she says, Marv, I had many, many experiences in my life where numbers, I, I figured it out because I figured it out. I said, you know what? You are gifted in numbers. And I'm gonna tell you something. Us adults, us adults, we don't take tests every day. Right. We don't take tests. Right. But that's what they do in school. Every every week, every two weeks, you gotta take a test. Right. So you don't take tests. The our, our school system prepares kids to take tests. And when we become adults, we collaborate. Right. We get in rooms with people and we talk and we share ideas right. and we, we throw stuff yeah. on the wall. Yeah, we build so, a we build a team. <laughs> yeah, I said, but but, but but in order for you to in order for you to do well in school, in order for you to go to college, you got to sit in this, in the classroom and like you got this amount of time to figure out all this information, and then that determines if you're gifted. Yeah. So long story short, yes, I want to make sure that everybody knows you don't suck, yeah. and I want you to prove it to yourself. I'm not gonna tell you anything. I want you to prove it to yourself. That you don't suck by rec recognizing all these areas where you are special and understanding that your life has been trying to tell you you were special and build build up that special quality within you so that now when the world tells you you're not good enough you can say i strongly disagree i am good enough here's the evidence and just find another avenue to get to where you want to go yeah i like uh yeah that's that right there that's pretty good and this is the thing right so and we were, we were talking this before we aired in uh and just talking about that transition from our for like for your son, like you know, going from uh, and nobody really understands until you have a, a kid that 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 line right before teenager is a real line, like there's a real like it's a real line there, and, and it's not a big, it's not a little line, it's like a big line, like it's, the transition is massive, yeah, um, it's no joke because basically, right when they get over that line, uh, the uh the the hunger to be independent mm -hmm. starts kicking in mm -hmm. the bad part is they fail every time yep. so they want to be independent like crazy mm -hmm. but still need your help to wake up in the morning because they just can't accomplish it oh and yeah so, man you know what i'm saying so when i look at that and i look at like my son and i go uh because i literally have these this i've had the same conversation with him uh being a student athlete dude since he was I mean, pretty much since fifth grade, he's been playing basketball for school and AAU. Mm -hmm. And so trying to make sure that he understands that because you love basketball and you love sports, if that does only define you, you will become stuck because if you can't get any movement in that arena, you will be living under the Vidoc. Like literally, like because what happens is is that you'll get stuck and then you'll live in yesteryear because it never panned out. So basically, and this is really paramount because, and I'm just taking this from what you said, which is you were like I always mm -hmm. I mean, training was like really like I met you in training. Like you yep. when Daryl couldn't train, you was training Q. And mm -hmm. you always told me, like, coaching is cool and stuff, man, but I really like taking a kid from zero to a thousand. So, yeah. and, uh, and so I get that, like, man, I've always been this guy. And if you coach in college, that's pretty much solidified that you've actually are really good at what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like if you can coach in college, then you're like, man, I, okay. I've been doing this forever, but then the college level literally solidifies that. Yo, I know exactly what I'm doing because the college level has accepted me into the circle. Uh, but, but the thing is, is that you don't want to get stuck there. So I had to tell my son, I was like, yo, like, so Q is 16. And so right at 12, I started really talking to him about all these different paths. Like, you know, what do you want to do? What are you passionate about? What is this? So literally all yeah. the stuff you're talking about, like, and I'm just using this to back it up, like telling people that, you know, I started this with my son at 12 and my son is 16 right now. My son has made the honor roll since kindergarten. He's been on the honor roll every year. He's never missed the honor roll. It's impressive. Listen, self-driven. Mm -hmm. So we drove him all the way up about 12 years old and I switched the gears. You don't go to school for us. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't get an A in class because of your parents. Mm -hmm. You don't do that. Like you had to get A's because you feel that you're competent enough mm -hmm. to earn the A. 
Mm-hmm. So like I'm just and I'm saying that this stuff that you're talking about, I want people to really understand that this is the real work, because if you can get somebody to really see that they can do it. Yeah. Listen, dude, I listen, I can't wait till you get your, you know, that 10 year marker when people are coming back to you and yeah. saying, dude, if I would have never met you at this point in my life. Facts, to yeah. give me that, you know what I'm saying? Because that's literally what you're living for. You're living for the 10 to 15 years when yeah. people come back and you see them at a restaurant and they got their family, they got their kids, you know, mm-hmm. they got the femur, they got the life, everything is working. Yeah. And they look at you and say, Marvin, you go, well, dude. And he says, Man, if I wouldn't have heard you, I would have never thought that I was good at A, B, and C. And you would not believe that I own A, B, and C because. You told me that if I if I know that I'm good at this, that I need to pour into this. Yep. And I did that, dude. And look where I'm at. I mean, that's phenomenal to be able to see that because I saw that in my son. So yeah. from 12 to 16, this dude has been doing his schoolwork for himself. Mm. Like, so he's maintained three, he's a three, seven, uh, three, seven, three, eight student athlete. And he's played basketball every season since fifth grade. That's impressive. Plus AAU. And this year, listen, and this year he's working. Listen, he plays basketball, goes to school, and he works on the weekend at Culver's. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and that's what I'm just saying. Like, once you can steer people in the right frame, my mind, you know, that frame where, they see that value in themselves. Yeah. I literally watch my son just go from zero to a thousand. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So like when I come to him, I'm like, yo, dude, I'm like, you know, Q man, you know, how's it going? You know, man, is it tough? And he'd be like, it is tough, dad, but I'm, I, I got it. Like I'm gonna knock it out. Like, you go for it. You, and, you go for it. Once you, once you figure out, once you, once you, that's the thing, man. Like it, it's, it's, you just, you said something earlier, man, and I was and I, I was gonna um I, I I put a pen in it, but I clearly I didn't put I didn't put it deep enough. <laughs> but it's it's this alignment piece. It's this yeah. alignment piece, and it's it's when we when we are in alignment with like yeah, I you know I, this is what I want to do and all that other stuff, but like I'm also built for it. You know, like when you figure out what your purpose is, yeah. Part of that alignment piece is like this is what your purpose is, and then you realize, okay, I'm I'm built for this. And I I guess I guess that alignment piece comes along with as you start to quant- as you start to qualify your genius level talent and, and the yeah. forms of intelligence that make up your genius level talent, you start trying to qualify them. And you start looking back at, you know, the the, the tough times that you went through where you were developing skills. Yeah. The the um, the environment that you grew up in that was cultivating certain skills and, and, and making you aware of or, or just developing a certain disposition and demeanor or a certain level of awareness. Yeah. You start realizing, like, for every form of intelligence that's off the charts and outstanding, I can I can look back at my past and tell you how that developed, how yeah. that came to be. You know, I can look back at my family. I can look back at my family and say that uh, pop passed that down to me. Mom passed that down to me. Oh, 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 Gramps, Gramps. He he got that, too. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes the bad stuff, but they also pass down some good things. And then once you once you figure out all the once you figure out what your genius level talent is and your passion and all that other stuff, that's when you start to understand how all this stuff is in alignment. All this, yeah. like all this stuff, is making sense to you. You're good at you're good at these things because of all these life's experiences. You love this stuff because your world, your 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 environment, you know that's that's that that love yeah. was cultivated in you. Because and now, once all those things are in alignment, thing things just look a lot different. Things yeah. look a lot of different when they're in alignment. Now you realize, like, wait a minute, I'm built for this. This ain't something that I, this ain't something that I just like to do. This ain't something that um, that I'm good at. I'm also built for it, and that's yeah. what all that's what my past is showing me. And so I think with your son, 
he made a like he I don't know if he could possibly like I don't know if he would describe it this way, but I think it happened. Like one day he was like, school, I can excel at school, I can excel at sports, and I can go to my part-time job and I can get busy. Yep. And I'm built for it. Yeah. I got the discipline. I got the drive. I got the ambition. I got the work ethic. I got the motor. I got the support system. I got the intelligence. I got yeah. everything that I need to do great in all three of these lanes. And I'm built for it. Yeah. And after that, it's like, what's stopping me? Right. And if you can get it. And that's one thing I will say is that once I got him to actually understand mm -hmm. that you were built. So, you know, I had to uh, kind of pour out some of the way that I was raised. Mom and dad got divorced when I was 10. Mm -hmm. uh, we hustled around from crib to crib. It was a, it was a, it was a treacherous, <laughs> it was a treacherous yeah. like seven years, yeah. but I gave him this information because I wanted to tell him what lineage did he, he's coming out of. So when you're looking at stuff, it's like, man, why am I able to just push through? I'm, I'm, I'm like you said, I'm going to tell you what your, with this, with your pop, like what I, what you just got just for me, we ain't even going to go nowhere else. Just for me is endurance. Like, like I'm intelligent, uh, humorous, uh, people person, uh, people person, but I'm also reserved, which is hilarious, right? Cause I do podcasts. I enjoy laughing stuff, but I'm a very reserved person. Um, and Q looks at itself and this dude is the exact same way. Yeah. And when I talk to his boy, they're like, Mr. Crumbie, you know, man, uh, Q so laid back, you know what I'm saying? He'd be chill, man. But then he have us cracking up. He do this, you know, like Q was like, even his teacher, his teacher, uh, his Spanish teacher, his English teacher was like, you know, what amazes us about this guy is that he fits none of the narrative of the, um, of the guy, you know, like, you know, you can look at a class and be like, look at this guy here, man. He, everybody probably likes this guy. So like Q doesn't fit the narrative of that. She's like, but everybody love him. Every teacher adores him. Yeah. She said his friends speak extremely highly of him. Mm -hmm. She said he's very compassionate and tender to all the girls in the classroom. Like these are what teach, listen, this is from a parents teacher conference. Like we literally, yeah. I'm not, and I, and I, this is literally information that they gave us. And I'm like, yeah. so, but I'm looking at them and I'm like, really? So when I talk to him, I'm like, dude, so this is what we're getting. He's like, well, yeah, that is me, dad. And I'm like, wow. Like, and I think, like you said, I think somewhere it do, I think the alignment comes in and then he goes, man, cause later this year it got rough. This dude's like an AP everything. And so but he's built for it. Listen, I'm in AP everything, and I'm still trying to maintain a three seven and play ball. Mind you, the dude speaks Spanish. He played the trumpet. I mean, this dude's got a resume, and this dude still kept a three seven and it kicked his butt. And I'm using this, and I'm not saying as a bragging, but I want to make a point to what you said, which is something in there had to click to say, I'm built for it. Because where would the push come when his butt yeah. got kicked? Listen, his yeah. butt got kicked. <laughs> yeah. And he still pushed out a 3-7 and made the honor roll. Like, me and my wife are like, I told him, I was like, dude, what the heck happened? He was like, dad, I, I mean, this dude was up all night. He he pushed. Yeah. I ain't have to say, son, stay up. I ain't have to say nothing. Sure. I go, I look in his room, his light is on. It's like one in the morning. I'm like, dude, he's like, nope. I'm not letting this class take me out, dad. I'm not letting it. And I'm like, man, like, so where did this endurance come from? I mean, I know I had a part to play, but it is a, it is a beautiful thing to see it mm -hmm. manifest. And that's what I'm just saying, you know, kudos to you that you'll be able to watch this manifestation. And then on top of that, you have your own kids who are going to be light years ahead. Of no, bro. Look, they don't, they don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, listen. Listen, I don't know about you. No, I promise you that I take it from me. No, I'm yeah. gonna tell you, you take it from Q because Q okay. told me, okay, and Q told me, no matter, no matter what you tell me, I've downloaded everything that you've said. Sure, I he said, just right. he said, no, listen, oh, I'm telling you that I am because Q is, listen, Q, as all this great stuff, this dude is still a 16 year old boy, 
yeah, with a phone in his hand, sitting yeah. around, looking around, loafing around, right? Yeah, and, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. and I'm all over him too. I'm pouring all this stuff, and then I'm seeing it manifest, though. Sure. So see what I'm telling you that you're doing it, and he's looking like whatever. But then when he gets 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, when he in college and you like Dean's list, Dean's list, Dean, then you'd be like, yeah. so you were a goof. And he'd be like, not really. I heard <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Not really. I heard you. But you are my dad, right? So sure. you're not going to get the undivided attention, dude. You're going to get a son, which is I'm going to be goofy. I'm going to be looking like I don't want to hear yeah, you. Man. So you're going to get all of that narrative, but don't think for one minute, because the Bible literally tells you that that's how you actually instruct and train your children. The Bible tells you that you should be writing this stuff on the walls, like mm. writing scriptures on the wall, hanging it mm. all up. And the word of God will be hitting in their heart just because you do that, not because you beat it over their head. Yeah, it's because it's basically in front of them all the time. So when you're telling your kids this, I promise you, you're going to be like good goobly goo. You guys are you because your kids can only be better. Yeah. I mean, you're freaking purpose coach. Like your kids can only be better than well, I'll you. Tell you, what, you said, you said something that was awesome. Um, when you were talking about you passing down the endurance and I think this is important for, um, men to know that. And I heard this from a, on a conversation with, um, some, some rappers, but the guy said, you're not, we know the guy who said his name is loaded Lux. He's a battle rapper, but he said, you're not you as much as you are your lineage. Right, not you as much as you are your lineage, and that's a and, it, and it's twofold because sometimes we we excel in life and we think it's all us, right? Not realizing, ah, oh, you was given a cheat code through yep. your genetic coding. You know yep. what I'm saying? And the other side of it is sometimes we 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 don't measure up, yeah, and we think it's all on us. We think we yeah. don't measure up because it's all on us not realizing that just the same way you can get past the manifesto that's full of information. Yep. You can also get past the manifesto that's basically got a cover and a back end page and there's right. nothing in there. <laughs> right. And at some point, and at some point, somebody along the, 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 the generational lineage, whatever, somebody's got to be like, listen, I got to fill up this manifesto with some information. Yep. I got to start researching. I got to start reading. I got to start, you know, working on different things, putting throwing stuff on the wall, staying with stick so I can I can fill up this this manifesto with as much information as possible so I can pass it on to the next generation. So then I think I got something to work with. Yeah. So I think, um, again, some of uh, what Q got, obviously, it came from you. And then hopefully he's also getting this manifesto. That yeah, I got some challenges. I got some. I got some issues. Yeah. But I'm. But I'm. But but I got a manifesto that talks about those issues and talks yep. about how we can level up and how we can get strong. So I'm passing that down to you, son, because you got yep. this good stuff. You also got the bad stuff. So let oh, me give you. Yeah. The, let me <laughs> give you the manifesto that's kind of like you know the cheat code, the cheat code, and yep. now let me give you the other manifesto that 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 speaks to our our limitations and our and our and our our, our deficiencies. But it also tells you how you can uh, level up and yeah. build those, you know, and, and convert those. So, so yeah, man, it's what we we passing things down, man. We passing things down, and again, the self, the internal inventory that that in, internal inventory is is important because we got to make sure that we are processing what's within us or making ourselves yeah. aware of what's within us so that we can understand it and then adjust it as as we need to as as we need to so that we can do something awesome for ourselves and others yeah man all right well but dude listen man we're coming up on that time yeah uh, man this conversation been great dude uh just talking to you i see that um we're gonna um, we we're gonna talk offline i got some stuff i want to do i think that you'll be be able to spread this purpose uh on some stuff that i got going on as well bring it uh, and I definitely want to have you on, you know, on the podcast, you know, you know, whenever you free, if I can get you on uh, to be able to do it uh, um, and be able to just spread that purpose. man. I think it's time to really open up. And this is for kids and stuff. But, you know, I mean, we're you know talking about kids or young adults and stuff. But I think a lot of grown men. Oh, uh, bro. Could benefit from unpacking 
you know, from unpacking, man, get it, get into this purpose, understand that identity, man, and unpack who you really are and stop living on this image level. Uh, you know, reality is where you want to live. You don't want to live at an image level because basically it, it forces you to be fake and phony and you can't come, you can't become your, you can't get to your full potential uh, when you're living under a false pretense of someone else or something else. So, uh, but, uh, to end out, oh, tell everybody how they can get at you, man. Uh, how they can get with the become the podcast, uh, yeah, 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 and all that stuff. So, so you go to so if you want to go to the podcast, uh, it's the become podcast, the become yeah. podcast, and you you'll be all set if you want to listen to me that way. If you go to um, if you want to engage with me on social media, the way that I I engage the most is through Instagram, and yeah. that's Mar Fox Junior underscore purpose, underscore recognition, Mar Fox Jr., underscore purpose, underscore recognition. And if all of that is too hard to remember, just go to marfoxjr.com and you'll be able to get to the podcast. You'll be able to get to all the social media, Facebook, okay. YouTube, and all of that. And um, yeah, man, and that's, and, 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 the, and the information is purpose, 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 purpose. I'm trying, I want to give out practical advice to help people live the purpose in life. Man, listen, I love it. Thank you, my bro, uh, for coming on and uh, and taking the invite, uh, especially since we haven't really seen each other in a long time. So I do, uh, I totally appreciate yeah, man. the invitation, man, and coming on and, and literally, you know, uh, schooling us, man. Uh, them, all that stuff. <laughs> listen, I'm literally going to go ahead and check this Howard Gardner out, dude, because uh, that was really good information. Uh, and I think yeah, that we need to, need to really uh, learn how to unpack that uh, identity piece, reach back there and figure out what's going on so that we can be better men, husbands, yeah, businessmen and all that stuff. So, uh, hey, you guys know how to get at me on all the social platforms. Uh, Quentin Crumby. And you can catch me uh, for the podcast. Uh, safe period my christian apparel company and and everything you'll be able to get at me man so this has uh been a great interview with mr mar fox jr the author and the purpose coach yes sir yes sir great conversation and we out of here peace out appreciate you fam <laughs>